1: He served at the Pentagon as an Army Jag. He graduated from Notre Dame and has two law degrees from Boston University and Georgetown University. He's been practicing law for over 30 years. He's your family's personal attorney. It's time for the David Carrier Show.
2: Hello and welcome to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier your family's personal attorney and (laughs) with apologies to the person who keeps sending me emails saying you're not my attorney i never hired you yeah yeah okay yeah don't i get even a little poetic license come on you know i've been at this for i don't know 20 years well it's branding yes yes and i can show you the brand actually no i can't but anyway uh yeah your family's personal attorney even if. well, you know, if you take the advice, it's, it's good advice. It's not legal advice, that's for sure. Um, you know, and they, they do have sort of a point. But I, anyway, uh, I'm sticking with it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It's one of those things. You apologize and you don't mean it. Sort of like, uh, uh, I don't know, like the guy in New York who lied about uh, all the people dying in nursing homes, right? Like the, uh, anyway, Let's uh, uh, let's keep moving on. So uh, anyway, if you uh, have a question, a comment, or concern about wills, trusts, or probate, if you're wondering how do we beat the cost of high long-term care, high cost of long-term care, David, how do we do it? Well, now's the time to give us a call, 774-2424. That's your code, 616-774-2424. You know, how do I, how do I stop my kids from fighting after I die? You know, when I'm gone, how do I make sure the kids are not at each other's throat? It is possible. It's not impossible. Very possible. Do it all the time. Just give us a call 774-2424, and we'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air. Uh, you can also drop me an email david at davidcarrierlaw.com. dot com. Love to get the emails. We'll we'll hit up some of those today. If uh, you know if the phones ever stop ringing off the hook, hint hint. Uh, <laughs> we might get to some of the email uh david at david uh of course right now 616-774-2424 uh and if you're way down south kalamazoo that area um just uh, reverse the tar- charges or or tell him john ilke uh will pay for those out of his own personal pocket no problem okay so give us a call 774-24 uh 24 if you are wondering hey I would like to start a business. Now that this, uh, pandemical thing is all over, I've been, uh, thinking for the last 18 months, watching YouTube videos and stuff. And I can, I can do that better than most of those guys. Uh, now you want to start a business. Great. Give us a call. There's things you need to do things. You need to know, uh, before you, uh, get cranked up on that business or real estate, you know, a lot of people buying and selling homes now. Oh my goodness. You know, the, the, uh. See, here's here's part of the problem here, okay, and it's about to it's about to change. So, if you're looking to sell a house, you're looking to sell a house, and you're thinking, "Ooh, I'm going to let it ride. I am going to wait another six months because then the prices will get totally insane." Well, they'll get totally insane, but probably not the way you want. Because one of the there are two things I think seriously, two things I think that are driving this thing. Maybe three factors. Um, one is well, maybe four factors. Okay, there a million, thousand, million factors, but here are a couple that I'm going to focus. On. <laughs> here are a focus. I give you a couple. I'm going to focus on. Number one, the low interest rates. Okay, you have crazy low interest rates, which is really weird, given the, uh, given the amount of money that they're pumping into the economy. So maybe it's not so weird, right? Maybe that's why because there's so much cash just out there floating around, people don't need to borrow. Um we have a uh I've talked to folks who are in the payday lending business. Oh my goodness, they're they're like out of business because in in this situation the amount of money that people are getting for the um unemployment huge, right? So you don't need to go to the payday lender uh to make ends meet if you if you're getting all this extra do re mi um from the um from the uh, unemployment. So that's one thing. Uh because people getting the high unemployment uh, cash that means they're not going back to work that means that people who need people to work have to pay signing bonuses. Oh, just drive around drive around signing bonuses high pay all the rest of this we don't need no 15 an hour minimum wage are you kidding me the minimum wage is there to give a hand out. You know, if you're 16 years old right you got no skills you're an idiot because you're 16 let's face it they are idiots um, <laughs> probably right on through to, anyway, it's a training wage. It's a, it's a, get your foot, get your, you're not supposed to raise a family on the minimum wage. Are you kidding me? You know, get out there, develop some skills, flip a hamburger or two. Okay. You're not going to raise a family of four flipping hamburgers. It just doesn't work that, like that. The minimum wage is not supposed to be a living wage. Duh. Who doesn't get that? Uh, politicians don't get that. Uh, the, apparently there are a lot of people out there don't understand the reason you have minimum wage is just so that the the kids who are getting their first job don't get terribly exploited. Why the hell not? Terribly exploit them. That's what I say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, th- they're bidding it up, right? Because why? I mean, why you know why are uh, why is unemployment low? Because people aren't in the job market because they just soon take the unemployment. Because why not? Free money. I get it. And so now the wages are going up. Okay. And so now people don't need to borrow, right? Plus, because they're sloshing all this money around, uh, pumping the money, trillions of dollars out of out of Washington. Okay, like like there's no tomorrow, and for them apparently there is none. Uh, and of course, for some people, including uh, what uh, George Washington called our chief magistrate, uh, there's no yesterday because he doesn't remember it. Great, wonderful. Let's wonderful people we have in charge. Hurrah! Anyway. So that's why I think interest rates are low. I don't think people are borrowing money because they don't have to, to a large extent. There's so much cash floating around that they have to compete to loan it out, which is why you get the interest rates low. And the and the Fed is just you know is just uh, lowering the interest rates. So so you get a you get a, a perfect storm, which means that the price of housing goes through the freaking roof because people buy houses. Generally speaking, generally speaking, you buy the house based on the monthly payment. And there's two components to the monthly payment. One is the price of the house. Duh, that's obvious, isn't it? Price of the house. The other is the interest rate, okay? So when interest rates back in the day, I remember this and so do you, when interest rate, home mortgage interest rates got into 20%, 20%, holy cow. That means you're gonna buy the house every five years. That's what it meant. The highest I ever paid was 13 and a half percent. And my goodness, that was terrible. That was with the VA, you know, it was on active duty at the time. We get the VA guarantee, everything else, and and we weren't, you know, we were. It was on the upswing when we bought, and thirteen and a half percent. I mean, seriously. And then um, back in the eighties, if you could get six percent, wow, that was fabulous. And now, of course, it's two percent. Okay, got it. So when the interest rates are low, see if you're paying a six percent interest rate versus a three percent interest or two percent interest rate. That cuts your payment in half. Are you with me on this? Just on the interest rate, because, you know, they're over a long period of time, 20, 30 years, right? So it cuts your payment in half. What does that mean? It means you can double the price so that when people are competing and they're basing their competition on the monthly payment, all right, wonderful, now prices go up, okay? What's going to happen when interest rates go up? What's going to happen when interest rates go up? Boom. prices are going down so if you're looking to sell don't be hanging around you know get on the stick get the get get the job done get it sold all right because when interest rates go up your price is going down and you'll be thinking oh i got a three hundred thousand dollar house here no you don't it's still worth one hundred fifty thousand, dollars right or only and worth what's worth it's what someone will pay for it that's all it is all right. You say, but I finished the basement. Yeah. Nobody cares. All right. What's the payment? What's the payment? And that's going to dictate whether you get the $150,000 or three hundred. All right. The other thing that's been going on is lack of supply. Not a lot of houses out there. All right. One of the reasons there's been lack of supplies for the last year and a half, get this year and a half. If you didn't pay on your house, they couldn't foreclose. They couldn't get those houses, those foreclosed houses, couldn't get them back into the back into the market. That's changing. They've or, it's already started changing. They've already had some share of sales and the floodgates are about to open. There's going to be a whole lot of inventory coming on the market. What does that mean if you're looking to sell your house? It means that there's going to be more competition. All right? So If you're looking to sell a house, now's the time to do it. And if I'm wrong, <laughs> and if you're looking to buy, the interest rates aren't going to be any lower than they are now. Come on, they're giving the money away. They're barely they're 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 renting out the money, right? The uh, interest rates, renting out the money for what it costs to service the loan. Holy cow. What are you thinking? You're listening to the David Carrier show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney asking you to give us a call, 616-774-2424. I try to show it you drive me back.
0: We must do our alma mater. When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a
1: cute little toy. This hour of the David Carrier Show is pro bono, so call in now at 74-2424 or eight 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 Go David. This is the David Carrier Show.
2: Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. <laughs> Make my telephone go ding a ling a ling. That's right. That's Chuck Berry there. And uh, uh, <laughs> one of his biggest hits, as a matter of fact. Anyway, uh, give, us, give us a call, 774-2424. That's your code, 616 774 If you can explain to me what the heck is going on, uh, we've got legalized marijuana, right? That's legalized now. We've got all this gambling. Apparently, during a college basketball game, you can bet on the game, yeah, like, like like there's like there's no opportunity for corruption there. <laughs> Are you kidding me during the game? I don't I, what what is it what, what is going? okay, you got to wear a mask against the science you you know they they just came out, MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology just comes out and says, "Hey, you know that six foot uh distancing thing? Yeah, well, actually, these aerosols, which apparently is what's going on. Uh, they travel for up to 60 feet, six zero feet. So if you want to socially distance and be safe, six feet ain't gonna do it. Three feet ain't gonna sixty feet. It's like, all right, I'm done. Over and out. See you later. Thank, thank you. Operation warp speed that got us the vaccinations, right? Right? I mean, come on. Isn't that what uh, that's the uh, that's the salvation right there um from this uh, coronavirus stuff. You know the the thing that's so amazing, and now New York, of course, we've been calling the uh, coronavirus the elder plague right along, because from the even with the faked up numbers that were coming out of uh, New York, New Jersey, and Michigan, oh, we we can't really count them. You know what 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 a bunch of lion sacks. You know what I am mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> Come on. Oh, we can't tell, right? But everybody knew. I mean the. Uh, It was pretty clear because people did have birth certificates and death certificates, right? I mean, most people. And so you could tell how old they were. And you were 70 times more likely. And that's 70 times more likely. You calculated that based on the CDC numbers back in the day, right? And I mean, a few months ago, like a year or so ago, uh, that's who was dying. was people in the nursing home. And now it turns out that it was worse than that, worse than that. Uh, because they lied to us about who was dying where, and that's what's coming out of, out of the state of New York right now. And they're like, "Oh, we didn't, we didn't have confidence in the numbers." What a bunch of, you know, it's it's like, and, and the, the the worst part about it is, you know, what the worst part is, some people, for political reasons, will take what that guy's saying now at face value, what Cuomo's saying at face value, they'll believe it, and they'll argue with you. <laughs> well, okay, why not? Yeah, have some of your medical marijuana and go bet on a sports team or something, I guess. I don't know. I, I tell you. So let's get back to it. If you're looking to buy a house, right? I, I think you just got to wait a little bit. And if you've been storing up your cash, cause you haven't done anything for the last year and a half. Good, good. Cause the interest rates, I think are going to pop up. I, I really do. Although, although you have to be, um, you know, humble about this, because I've been wrong about interest rates. I'll tell you right now, I've been wrong about interest rates since 2008. I mean, I don't understand how for the last 13 years, interest rates have been this low. And what it tells you is the government's been putting its thumb on the scale on the interest rate front for a very long time. Um, you know, at what point do you become, uh, at what point do you become an addict? I th- I think we're addicted to it. Um, How do you break it? Well. You know, withdrawal from an addictive drug is very painful. Um, some of you remember. Remember when uh, Ronald Reagan had uh, Volcker was the uh, was the uh, uh, what you call was the uh, uh, chairman of the Fed, right? Now you got to go back to the '80s for this. So, you young you youngsters in the audience who don't exist. Let's face it; it's all us oldsters over here. Anyway. Um, you know what Volker had to do was ring out the inflation. It was very painful. It was a very painful process, but he did it. Um, and we're going to have to go through. I think we're going to have to go through something like that again, uh, but it'll be much worse because we've had, uh, and and we're right now we're in the middle of it. Um, the politicians trying to avoid the pain. You know, you try to avoid the pain, you just delay the pain, you make it worse. You know this. This is your whole. Y- you know that if you put something off, am I wrong about this? Okay, you get a splinter, and oh, well, I'll take care of it tomorrow. It doesn't get better tomorrow, it gets worse, right? Wounds fester. And we've been 13 years of festering um, with these uh, with these interest rates, with a very brief hiatus, you know, where we got some economic reality and growth back, and then, of course, now that's gone by the boards, whoopsies. Okay, fine. Um, we got Michael on the line uh, with a IRS tax question. Morning, Michael. Welcome to the David Carrier Show.
3: Good morning. Hey, I have a question now. You know, sure. since all this Bidens come in and we're having problems with the IRS and law and all this type of stuff, I, I, I did my taxes on paper instead of electronically. Okay. Okay. And I sent yep. them in on February the twenty third. Here is yep. May the second. Question I have is. Did they receive it? Uh, they said, wait for six weeks. Well, it's been nine weeks. My question mm-hmm. is, what do I do? Do I keep waiting? Or should I, what's your advice I should do?
2: Well, I would check with the IRS because there's a um, um, there's no live I don't exactly person. It's
3: how. All, it... it's, all, it's, all, it's all live person. It's no live person. It's all machines. No, I right, tried right, all right. that.
2: Yeah. Um. But isn't there a? Um, and, and I'll double check it on the break. Um, but I believe there's a. I believe there's a website you can go to. And like I say, I'll check it on the break. But I believe there's well, there a website a, you can go to. Okay. To check and see if your taxes have been I check, filed.
3: I check it. I check it every day to see what your refund status is. And it says And it doesn't show a, up. It does not show up. It's been nine weeks now. Should I go to a tax preparer? And have, have mine done electronically? Have you heard anything about this? Or should I just keep on waiting?
2: Well, that's a good question, ain't it? Because, you know, if you file a second tax return, that can screw things up, too.
3: That will um, screw things up. And they said, don't do that. So yeah. here, did they, here comes May 15th. And uh, they, they extended it for a month. Thank goodness. And uh, I'm sort of a, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. And no, no, that. I'm sure you're not.
2: Well, nobody uses pencil and paper anymore. They're, you know. Well, yeah, just, I, I did it all. Michael, just to tell you. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah, I know. It was easy on my computer. I just, you know, they have the forms there, and you just fill out the forms. And my wife and I sign it, and we send it in. And that was it. Oh.
2: Here's, here for the future, in future, um, it's relatively inexpensive, very inexpensive. Um, to to track your envelope when you when you go to the post office, if you go to the post office and you get tracking on, it's only like fifty cents. Oh, it's
3: you're cheap. right. I've heard about that. Yes.
2: And then that way you, you you'll know that it got delivered. And if they come back later, you can say, "Hey, I sent it in, and you got it." Even if you don't do certi- <laughs> you don't have to do certified mail. It's it's cheaper than that. Um, but that's in the future. Yeah. For yeah. for now, I would say. I would say hold tight. If it goes hold another tight. month. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Okay. Just hold tight.
3: And, uh, they said don't send it in again. Because it's gonna
2: no, don't send everything. it in again. Yeah. Right, right. That'll, okay. monkey, that'll monkey it up. Okay, okay. thanks for calling, thanks. Michael. Thanks, David. You betcha. Hi. Yes, sir. You're listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney.
1: David's got the how-to you're looking for. Just call 774-2424 or 888-GO-DAVID. This is the David Carrier Show. Hello and welcome
2: to the David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier. Your family's personal attorney, and you have found the place where we talk about estate planning, elder law, real estate, and business law. If you have a question, a comment, or concern about wills, trusts, probate, if you're wondering how do we beat the high cost of long-term care, and wait a second, if I'm on Medicaid, they're going to put me in a in a horse stall, you know, on straw and give me stale bread and dirty water. Isn't that how it works, right? Medicaid, isn't that what Medicaid's all about? Sure. Anyway, get the the true story. Give us a call, 774-2424. That's area code 616, uh, 616, 774-2424. We'll get your question, comment, or concern on the air. You can always drop us an email, david, at davidcarrierlaw.com. Or go to the website, davidcarrierlaw.com. And on the website, davidcarrierlaw.com. Oh, which incidentally, we're rolling out the new one. We're just days away, days away. I know we've been days away for the last several years. But anyway, still days away from the new website. It's supposed to be really good. We, we shall we shall see, as we shall see uh, on the website. But right now, 616 uh, 774 24. I, I get all the time, are you really live? Are you really live on Sundays? Yeah, 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 I'm really live. Uh, No kidding. And uh, if you give us a call, we'll get your question answered. And sometimes we know the answer for sure. Sometimes we can, (laughs) like with Michael and his tax question, you know, tracking your tax return. You don't want to file a second one. That's for sure. That I know. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, tracking to make sure that your return was was, uh, sent in, you know, it doesn't cost you that much. You don't have to send it for certified mail. Um, but the uh, post office will track that for you um, if you want um, that can be uh, that certainly can be done let's see oh selling the house we', we were talking about that in the top of the uh, at the top of the show here are the factors I think that are going into selling the house including some things that are just happening now um, we have had a moratorium for the last year or so year and a half whatever it's been on um uh sheriff sales, right? So when somebody doesn't pay on their house for the last year and a half, they've pretty much gotten a free ride. Okay? Uh which cannot be good economically, cannot be good for the economy. Uh but there you go. That's what we've that's what we've had to deal with. Um and because there have been no foreclosure sales, there's that's a whole source of revenue, excuse me, um source of uh Inventory of houses that have not been available. Are you with me on this? You know, everyone's like, oh, I can't find a house, can't find a house. You know why you can't find a house? You know why you can't find an apartment, you know, a rental property, a place to rent? Well, because you can't get rid of the people who aren't paying. Are you with me on this? If you can't get rid of the people who aren't paying, okay, well, that's going to restrict your supply. Doesn't that make sense? And now those things aren't available. Well, Finally, the log jam is uh, breaking up. The uh, the ice is cracking. And uh, we're going to start having sheriff sales again. Where the homes that, you know, and there's going to be a lot of them. I think, I think there's just going to be a freaking ton. Because uh, it's like people have been in default for quite a while. Uh, How do you cure a year and a half default? You know, if you've been in default for a year and a half, I'd like to think that you were saving your money and so that you can make the mortgage good, but you probably haven't. You probably made the decision at some point that when push comes to shove, we're out of here. I'm guessing. So that's a that's a thing. But we have Tom on the line right now. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the David Carrier Show.
4: Thank you, David. Um I'm a client of yours, recent client, and um Oh all right. I you have prepared my protection trust for me. Yes. And mm-hmm. so the other day, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm sitting on, uh, you know, a million plus dollars, okay. and that money yeah. is going to be protected. Um, mm-hmm. Now, w- when I choose, now who who helps? Who decides? And I know Medicare, you uh, Medicaid, you just mentioned um, a little while ago. Yeah. Do they do they have guidelines like I can? They'll they'll pay for a three thousand dollar a month facility, but they won't pay for a eight thousand dollar a month facility when when it's time for me to to get uh, assisted living.
2: No, that's not how it works. No, because with the protection trust, your whatever assets we put in the protection trust, right? Sixty months right. later, those assets are off the table. Unless, unless we're applying for the program of all-inclusive care for the elderly, in which case those assets are off the table the day after we put them in there. Because under the new COVID rules, under the special COVID rules, which they've been talking about, and who knows when they're going to do it. I have no idea. They said until further notice for this one particular Medicaid program, which is the at-home care program. So we love PACE. Don't get me wrong. We love PACE. It keeps you at home. When you put assets into the protection trust, uh, what you're doing is you're taking those assets off the table immediately, not five years later. Immediately. Now, for the rest of the uh, Medicaid programs, it is sixty months. It is five years. Okay. Right. So we good to go yeah. on that. All right. Yeah. So so now is the is the question uh, where where are you going to receive services? Is that the question? Well, it. What it,
4: what facility? So what. Extent- yeah. Uh, who picks the facility for me, let's say, 10 years from now? Uh, gotcha. gotcha. Does, Med, does Medicaid have guidelines that say we'll pay up to 3000 a month?
2: No, 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 but- no, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Mm-mm. Okay. No, Medicaid in Michigan. Now, in, in Illinois, for example, um, there's a certain amount of money. If you're Medicaid, there's a certain amount of money. It's like $4,500. It's, it's very, very low. Um, but here's the here's the money that they will pay uh for you to be in a skilled nursing facility. Okay, and it's the same for everybody. In Michigan, it's cost plus. So every year, there's this 13-digit number that gets assigned to every um long-term care facility, whether it's assisted living, skilled nursing, or what have you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. and every year, so this 13-digit identifier is like a VIN on your on your car, you know. This, It's this really long number with all this information in it, but you don't know what the information is. You know, it's just a number. Anyway, every facility goes through a rate setting process. Uh, It's three-year trailing average of expenses at that facility for that, for those um, uh, services, plus, plus profit, plus margin. If you're a nonprofit, they don't call it profit. They call it margin. Anyway, okay. um, every skilled nursing facility uh, has their Medicaid reimbursement rate, okay, and that's okay. what the state of Michigan will pay to that facility for anybody who's in there. Now they're making money; the facility is in the black, right? Is in the positive column for everyone who's on uh, who's on the Medicaid. Now are we all together on that. So if yeah. if you're, it doesn't matter if you're Porter Hills, Pilgrim Manor, Clark Retirement. Beacon Hill at Eastgate, the, um, what used to be the Metron system. That's not Metron anymore. Um, it changed their name to protect the innocent. Anyway, if you're in any facility, um, the Medicaid reimbursement rate pays the facility for a semi-private room and a base level of care. The purpose, the point of doing this kind of planning like you've done is to say, hey, I don't want one shower a week. I'd like two showers a week or maybe even four or five. Okay, Okay. I would like a private room because my roommate plays tiptoe through the tulips at 3 a.m., I don't like that. And by the Mm -hmm. way, I wanna send my laundry out so I'd be sure to get my own laundry back. I mean, it's those little things, right? Now, the base rate of care is paid for by the Medicaid. That's the 10 to $15,000 cost of admission. The reason we're saving the extra money, the money that you have earned built up and saved, right? This money didn't fall out of the sky. You earned it. Uh, The reason we're saving that is so that you can buy those extras from the nursing home, okay? Now, I haven't answered your question yet, I know. When we get back from the break, I will answer it which is the okay. the placement issue. How do I how do I get into it? But that's why we're doing it, okay? Because people who earn and save should get a better deal than the, you know, they should be able to spend their money on things they want to spend their money on. This seems natural to me. Sure. Um but that's what it's about. Okay? When we get back, okay. I'll tell you how the placement thing works. Okay? Okay. Great. You're listening to yeah. the David Carrier show. I'm David Carrier. Your family's personal attorney.
0: Morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. America
1: David's Perkin and working and taking your calls She's now. This is the David Carrier Show.
0: Ring ring goes ring, the
1: ring. bell.
2: Welcome back to the David Carrier Show. Ring ring goes the bell when you call in. Tom did. Uh, Tom is an existing client. He set up his uh, protection trust. This is the trust that we use uh, to take assets off the table. These are your earnings. These are what things that you've gotten, whether it's your cottage, your boat, what have you. Uh, We use these things to take them off the table uh, for Medicaid Medicaid purposes. Now, why do we do that? Oh, because we're evil and horrible. No, no. All we want See, all the middle class wants is a fair shake. And this is what I believe. I believe wealthy people got it made. I believe poor people get it for free. uh, And I believe the middle class pays for it all. Now, the fact of the matter is, I don't care where you're working, there are people who are there who kind of show up, slough along, and don't, you know, uh, don't contribute. (laughs) It's just, you know that, right? And those people's personal finances are just as screwed up as their work life. And as a consequence, Uh, They're the ones with the high credit card debt and, you know, mortgages everywhere, all the rest of this stuff. Well, you see, when those folks and they had the same job you did, you work side by side and you've been covering for that person, your whole job history. Right. Uh, And now you need long term care. And that person for them, it's free for you. It's, oh, you saved, huh? (laughs) Get rid of it now. Our point is, uh, I don't want to get rid of it now. In fact, I want the same deal you're giving that guy. All right. If the deal is, if I went gambling, you know, the gambling and the marijuana and stuff, great. I spent all my savings on gambling and marijuana. i are going to make it real easy for people to do that. Super. I, I can't see any negative consequences to that. Oh, no. But if you did save, if you did do all the right things, you know, you lived a life of integrity and honor, right? And you did the righteous things. Why should you go broke now? I mean, why should you be disadvantaged because you did the right thing? Because the government solution, which is better than nothing, way better than nothing. I totally agree on that, right? The government solution is, here's your roommate. Here's somebody else's clothes. And by the way, uh, you'll get a shower a week whether you need it or not. Well, baloney on that. I saved the money, okay? We're going to protect the money so that you can buy a private room you can buy a certified nursing assistant to stand by while well, you take a shower every day and to get you in the shower because at that point you're going to need some help and you know that's that's what this is all about now tom's question which is an excellent question is well wait a second now how am i going to get into a, a given facility tom am i am i stating it correctly that's the that's the question is that right
4: yeah i mean for me it w- it would be hard to believe that medic Medicaid would pay mm-hmm. for a $3,000 a month facility as well as an $8,000 facility. How is it that I I'm, I get to stay at an $8,000 a month and Medicaid will only pay for a 3000 you know, or whatever the rules are. But it doesn't I, work like that. Understand.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work like that. Uh, Medicaid, if they're, so there, there's the skilled nursing, well, really kind of three situations, right? There's the at-home care situation. The at-home care situation is either PACE, Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly, where there's a 7000 $7,500, something like that, per month okay. grant uh, payment per person, per enrollee, that goes to the PACE organization. So the PACE organization gets a lump sum per month for everybody enrolled. And they don't have to provide any particular services. They just have to provide whatever services are needed by that person. So I'm going to break it down for okay. you. If you're staying at home, right, the PACE organization gets X amount of dollars per head, per person, whatever their need is. And the government right. kind of washes their hands of you, right, and they say, hey, go talk to those PACE people. They're in charge okay. now. We're out of here. All right. So that can gotcha. be any any amount of money. That, that your need could be a $2,000 a month need. It could be a $15,000 a month need, PACE has agreed to do it. That's the deal with PACE. Now, there's another program called Waiver or My Choice. And the Waiver program provides targeted service. Again, you got to qualify, but which you will because you get the protection trust. So, um, and income $23.82 20, uh, a month this year. Um, so you qualify for that. And now they will determine the services that you need to stay at home and they will provide those services i think pace is better because pace is more inclusive uh but for some people my choice is the right thing okay um and there are differences in the program so uh my choice cannot administer medications pace can they don't like to but they can all right just for example now in the middle there, so you say, Well, I can't stay at home, not safe at home. Okay, fine. Now we're talking either assisted assisted living or skilled nursing. Assisted mm-hmm. living is the six to ten thousand, you know, it's in between. Sure. You're a yeah. resident when you're in, in the assisted living. And there again, it's a it's a placement issue, all right. Um, and what Medicaid does is they provide the care services. You have to pay the room and board. So we have to negotiate with the facility so that they will accept mm-hmm. your Social Security and pension as room and board. and then uh, the government, the Medicaid, provides the additional care services on top of that, okay, to keep you there. Uh, and okay. so you work it out. Now, mm-hmm. because you again, because you've got savings, right? Now, you have your choice, because you have a greater ability to pay for, and the reason you have the greater ability is because you did the greater savings, okay? It's one-to-one. You have a greater ability now to pay for the room and board, to say, I don't want that side of the house, I want this side, or whatever it may be. Finally, we come to skilled nursing. Now, skilled nursing, there's no income issue with that at all, Um, and each facility uh is paid the Medicaid reimbursement rate. So, they don't care. If you're on Medicaid, right? Everyone's good as another one uh when it comes to getting that base level of care. You did the protection trust so that we can add the extras on top of the base level of care.
4: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't understand, you know, what Medicaid would pay for and what they wouldn't and um how would it be? how is it that and and it's not, but i i, I couldn't wrap my head around Medicaid would pay three thousand a month or they may pay thirteen thousand a month, and what decides that so um yeah, thanks for that explanation.
3: we're
2: gonna help with the placement all right we can uh Tom, if you want to hang on, we'll. I'll cover it again in the first, uh, top of the next hour, okay? You've been listening to The David Carrier Show. I'm David Carrier, your family's personal attorney.